guys and welcome back to the just don't get it i am so excited as usual to be back for another episode if you're listening on thursday happy thursday um if you're listening to this in the morning on your way to work i hope you're having gonna have an amazing day and an amazing weekend ahead and if you're listening to this in the evening or at a later date i hope that all is well and the next few days are going to be really great for you guys so without further ado let's hop on into today's episode so as you guys know, normally I cover some um, astrological events that are going on or like basically energy shifts which usually have um, some sort of tie with astrology, right? Usually at one point or another and or just general energy updates that I'm feeling. And then uh, we'll talk about like themes, um, lessons and like kind of like a few major concepts in today's episode, I don't have like a, sometimes I have like a bullet, bullet pointed list literally of all these things that I'm just like, I want to go over this and go over this and go over this. And today I feel like, okay, me is barking. And today I'm kind of just feeling like the conversation will naturally flow. I don't necessarily feel like I have like exact, you know, bullet pointed things to say, but oftentimes these are the episodes that turn out the best, which is really funny because um, I did an episode like this a few weeks back, kind of like free speaking, kind of seeing what um, things would come to mind that I felt were relevant to share. And one of you messaged me and was like, this was my favorite episode. So that makes me really happy. Sometimes when something's unplanned, um, a lot of good stuff comes out of it. But I do want to talk about some energetic updates. There is going to be a new moon in Scorpio on the 28th of October, and Scorpio season is beginning, which is really exciting. Um, I'll do like a brief synopsis um, of like, I guess, what you can expect. I talk about this in my guide. I have a monthly membership. I don't talk about it too heavily, but most of you guys who listen to the podcast are members. It's $10 a month and it goes over like the new moon for the month, the full moon of the month, the energy and like guided messages. But, um, and that's available on PBA. So shop.pbastrology.com if you're interested. But regardless, um, it's going to be a new moon in Scorpio and Scorpio, Scorpio season is beginning, which is really a huge time of transformation. And I'm sure you've heard that word associated with Scorpio energy quite frequently. That's kind of like one of the keywords that people or astrologers use to describe this period. And it's also a period of great depth because, I mean, Scorpio is a water sign. Um, I mean, and to me, Scorpio has this like very nourishing and vulnerable energy. Oftentimes, Scorpios get shamed and it's because a hurt Scorpio or I don't say a jaded, but when Scorpio feels betrayed, it snaps, right? Like it's like a like like a scorpion. Like it will it'll bite back, but until up until that moment, Scorpio usually or a developed Scorpio will be able to really create deep connections. They're extremely loyal to the people who they care about in their life. Oftentimes Scorpios um they have like a very deep understanding of the world. They're very vulnerable and they connect on a really deep level. And for me, I personally really love Scorpios. I get along um, with them very well. Like, and it's, if if you align with Scorpio and you resonate and it, you know, it's a genuine connection, that's, I feel like, when they um, flourish. And if you don't have that really deep connection with them, that's when I feel like they can get a bad reputation. Same with Gemini. I'm a Gemini, in case you guys didn't know. And I feel like Gemini get oftentimes...
and I feel like Gemini oftentimes get a bad reputation, but it's really similar. Like for me, if I'm close with somebody, in general, I've, I'm learning, but I'm still kind of to some degree a kind of black and white person. I probably I think it's honestly because my moon is in Capricorn and I have a lot of Earth energy in my chart. Like my Mercury's in Taurus, which is like a very like it's very I I speak very bluntly and sometimes I feel like a little like black and white, but. If a Gemini genuinely cares about you, they're going to be, like, the bestest friend to you, like, the most fun, the most caring, the most outgoing. If you're just in a Gemini's life kind of passing, it's, you know, you're not going to receive, like, that full fullness. I think that's with a lot of signs. But anyway, going back to a... Also, you can tell when a Scorpio or Gemini cares. Like, if I if I put effort into something, I care. That's the easiest way to probably, like, see or not effort. But if I'm responsible, you can tell how, like, how responsive someone is. And, like, also, they're, they're usually pretty open <laughs> if they're developed. And they'll be able to kind of, you can ask some, like, questions to get them to open up and, like, kind of see where they stand. But anyway, going back to Scorpio, it's going to be Scorpio season. I, th- I personally love Scorpio season because I think it's, like I said, such a time of deep transformation. A lot of people have um, awakenings, so to say, around this time. Like, a lot of people go through huge shifts. So, uh, oftentimes, they'll, you know, shed layers of themselves, break bad habits, like, um, embody completely new versions of themselves, have experiences that are, like, very... Um, that lead to an awakening or something like that. Really deepened friendships and relationships are very deepened around this time, especially going from Libra season to Scorpio season. Honestly, like as an air sign, I probably should love Libra season, right? Because it's so, the energy is like so fun and outgoing. Let's do something and let's, you know. But honestly, like I am ready for some depth. Like, I don't know, I'm ready for like that watery, kind of warm, passionate energy to come about. And I just think it's very well-fitting because it kind of takes us from, you know, Libra season, which is like the celebration of harvest, right? Because kind of like when fall time begins, it's like, you know, the end of September. Um, Energetically, like I spoke about in a lot of episodes, like if you've been sitting in that empty house, if you get that reference, if you've been listening, things are finally starting, you know, the furniture is starting to get delivered. You're starting to build things. Maybe your task rabbit's helping you build things. Your parent, your boyfriend, your husband's helping you build things. Are we really building things, ladies? But, um once I tried to build a drawer from Ikea and I like messed up one little thing and because I messed up one thing the whole thing like basically you could was irreversible and my dad was like you are never building something ever again (laughs) but anyway um but finally things are really starting to come in and shift and I think that we kind of saw maybe like this little bits of that in Libra season like kind of almost like like sprinkles of seeds like things are beginning to sprout like you're beginning to get the harvest like you're going out to the garden and like one cucumber is ready or like two strawberries are ready and now in Scorpio season with that kind of watery energy um a lot more will be coming to surface and that's like such a big term that I want to use things will just come to surface you know when like like, you know, things are moving along, moving along, moving along, and then, like, there's usually, like, an epiphany or an event or something's brought to surface, right? Like, and I'm just trying to think of what an example, like, I'm going to give you a few vague examples, and maybe you'll understand what I mean. Like, for example, somebody's interviewing for jobs, interviewing for jobs, interviewing for jobs, or kind of in the waiting period, and then one day they find out if they got accepted or not, things are brought to surface. Um, I don't know, like, two people are, like, 
dating and then their relationship becomes like, I don't know, what do people call these days? Like exclusive, <laughs> came to surface. Or uh, maybe you and your friend or whatever have been having drama and no one's been, ever, no one's been speaking up, things are brought to surface. And this is also going to be amplified because, ladies, are you ready? I know you guys are ready. Mercury retrograde is coming. And immediately what I want to say is it gets such a negative, um, like, representation in mainstream media. Like, people are like, oh, my gosh, this happened. Ugh, Mercury retrograde. Which it's kind of, like, it, that can be the cause of certain, like, um, planning mishaps, but really what Mercury retrograde is supposed to be is it really supposed to be a time to review. And so if you're using the energy as it's meant to be used, it is amazing, right? Or like it's so, it's useful and it's being used in the correct way. If you're trying to go against, it's like, it's like, let's say you're, there's, you can swim in two different rivers. One river, you're swimming with the river, so it's pushing you. It's really easy. You're going really fast. And one, you're swimming against it. If you're trying to start new things, push forward and do, etc. X, Y, and Z during Mercury retrograde, you're just going to get like slapped in the face with the water. <laughs> like you go with the flow and during this time and really start to reevaluate. Like it's also in combination with like Scorpio season, it's really going to bring things to surface. Like um, just like, like, you know how like think things will be going on between two people in a work scenario or anywhere. And like, it's just not spoken about, like things are happening beneath the surface whether that's tension whether that's feelings thoughts whatever and it's not it's like very hush not hush hush but just it's not spoken about openly right this is the time where it will be spoken about openly like people naturally will feel more um vulnerable more wanting to open up people will naturally start craving more depth those of us who are in tune with energy and astrology and all that are more conscious right and we can feel the shift and because we're aware we're like oh i'm feeling different like i'm feeling like for example if anyone felt the shift from like cancer season to leo season that was such a strong energy shift i felt that very intensely um or from gemini to cancer that was a really big shift as well um but but those people who you know who let's say don't you know pay close attention to such things which is fine they'll still naturally subconsciously begin to crave more depth in their life crave more um value in their life um and just, I'm trying to think about how to put it words, but basically crave meaning. They, they want to, they're going to want meaningful things in their life, meaningful friendships, meaningful relationships, meaningful uh, career situations, meaningful projects, like things that have, you know, value and like resonate with themselves instead of just doing things just to do things. And I think it's like a really powerful time. I know I'm kind of going on about this for a little bit, but um, I think it's a really powerful time, again, to for self-transformation if there's you know, if, just pay attention to things that are brought up. If you're seeing things in you or things that bother you, it would be a really great time to understand, like, the root causes of them. Um, You know, like, if you're trying to release bad habits, write them out, burn them, start incorporating new habits. a really good time. If you've been waiting to make changes but just haven't made them, it's a really good time to make them. It's a very conducive time. Um, It's just, (laughs) <laughs> this is this will be the time to make those changes right and if you don't know where those changes need to be made don't worry like things will get brought to surface i don't mean to say that like to scare you like it, it doesn't need to be some intense event like you could just one day literally like realize oh like i should work on this or oh like i could do it this this way or oh wow this is really how i feel about this or like oh this is really what i'd like or don't like or this is where a boundary lies for me and doesn't or doesn't lie for me and you know and so forth and so yeah and i think that people will like I said, you'll see the shift in people craving more meaning um, in their life, in their lives. So it should be good. 
my gosh as i'm speaking right now mia like has this like dental bone it's like a bone that freshens her breath and she like always tries to hide it around the house and like so that i guess i think so it's like i me or coco don't take it and i just she just like jumped up on the couch and like is trying to hide it i think like in between the couch i don't know it's just very cute but yeah that's that's kind of the energetic read i have on that um, a lot of really positive intentions, like I said, around on the 28th to set would be intentions for self-transformation, for depth, for, for clarity, like anything that you're, that, that's coming to mind, um, aligned with those kind of like key words, I think would be great. Like if you're trying to change aspects, if you're trying to discover aspects, you're trying to uncover things, you're trying to deepen things into your life. It's very conducive to transformation. Like I said, I just want to say it one more time, like if you've been wanting to change your ways, this is the time to do it. Right. Cause after this, we're going to go into Sagittarius season and by that time hopefully you've been are able to you know embody that new version and then go forth into into sag season which will be fun so one of the biggest things that i want to share today or like a lesson or a concept is letting go of control and when you hear that initially it's like so you hear it so much it just seems so it's just on, you know, it doesn't seem innovative. It's not revolutionary. You hear like, let go, you know, let go and let God. And what the, so many phrases that kind of symbolize or represent the same concept. But when you really, truly begin to piece it apart and understand what it means and apply to your life, I think that that's really where the magic happens. I don't mean to be cheesy and use that quote where the magic happens, but really it is the uh, GPS location of where the magic happens. But I think that us, especially if you're more of a type A person, so if you're more, I think that, okay, so what happens is if you're more of like a planner and maybe in your work or in your school or if, you know, if you're a mom and you have children, you have all of their activities to plan and you're constantly in that planning space, you begin to condition your mind that if I don't plan, like things will, won't get done or will go wrong or whatever. And for me, you know, speaking personally, like I feel like because I, I do manage quite a bit of things. And so for me, having my days planned out is crucial. Like I think that like I really have to um, have the self-discipline, you know, to that's why I like work out pretty much every single day and have like a set routine because it gets me kind of prepped. It like primes me for my day and then primes me to get, you know, the things I need to get done, done. But what begins to happen is when we begin to kind of feed our mind the the concept that okay like if i don't plan something if i don't have like a to-do list and what what have you then things will go wrong we begin to apply that into our personal lives and by personalized i just mean our lives aside from our careers or like our our, our daily tasks of getting things done right and then that sense of control just brings resistance to everything so for me what i was what i was noticing in the past is that because I would manage everything in like my day-to-day in terms of work, I would want to do like the same in for like my weekends or for hanging out with friends. Like I'd want to have everything planned. Like, okay, on this day we do this, on this time we meet this and do this. And and it was like, I've said this, talked about this before, but it left no room for miracles. And miracles happen when there's room. If you're controlling every point, part of your day and everything you're doing and everything is mapped out, you literally are never like giving yourself that time and that space for something to happen. If you didn't have something planned one day, you might've had a creative idea to go somewhere you've never gone because you go there, you may have an idea or get inspired or meet someone or whatever it may be, right? Like you created space. If you were just going to do it, your normal, like uh, if you were to plan out exactly what you're going to do with exactly who on what day all the time and not ever leave room for just like that kind of space to allow things to naturally manifest, so to say, 
it, it, you just are you're really limiting yourself I think that, that was really hard for me to realize because I was like nope I just like a plan like I just like to know that I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I still think it's fine to have like a general right like you don't need to like just have days where you have like nothing like absolutely nothing on the agenda but I'm just talking about like micromanaging to a very like you can have I think it's sometimes still if you're still kind of type A I think it's sometimes still nice to be like okay to have one main thing that's happening on whichever day just to make you feel like a little bit more organized right so if like you have something on Saturday or Sunday like you can still be like okay I have this one main thing to do this day or this is one of the big activities I'm doing that day and then from there leave room do you get what I'm saying I'm not saying like oh like leave a whole day for like to do whatever you want to do even though I think that also is sometimes useful to do every so often maybe like on a Sunday you can like just leave a day and be like honestly I'm just gonna like wake up and see what I feel called to do see what I feel inspired to do and then to kind of like follow follow your bliss so to say but even if like that is you know that's too much out of your comfort zone that's not really what you want to do I just think that limiting it to being like okay because like during the week most of us probably have to-do lists of multiple things like let's do this we need to call here get this done pick this up do this get groceries whatever it may be right and so on the days that we have off or on the weekends or whenever you um take your take your time off if you do to basically give yourself like room being like if you even if you have that one main thing that you know you want to get done you still want to have it on your agenda or you know you have like an activity or you're meeting with a friend or you know what I mean or whatever you have a family event or you and your boyfriend or husband are going somewhere or whatever you can have like your main your main um event planned and then from there like leave room for inspiration to take you so even though you know you're going to go here maybe before you you last minute plan that you want to stop by here or then maybe after you plan that you want to go here and allow yourself to have room to do to do the things that you probably wouldn't have done if it was planned in advance just going from there like just well, I think that what it does it, what it does energetically is it brings you to the present moment because you're not constantly thinking what's next what's next what's next what's next what's next what's next you allow yourself to kind of be immersed in the present and when you're it truly immerse yourself in the present that's why so many people say like be present breathe meditate to be present because when you bring yourself to the present moment you dissolve all the resistance that you have in your body because normally at any other point of the day we may be we still have subconscious beliefs about how things work how things manifest how things will go what to expect from people what to expect you know what i mean we have all those beliefs even if we're not consciously thinking them they are still they're still you know being activated from time to time in our subconscious mind and so when we find the time to be still or to be present because we know like, okay, we have this one thing and then from there we will just in the moment decide what to do, you basically are releasing all the resistance that you have about um, what happened, what's to happen and et cetera and you're really just brought back to where you are in that moment and from that moment of having no resistance or not having all these subconscious thoughts activated, you make a decision and you make a decision to do whatever it may be, I don't know, go somewhere, create something, meet with someone, I don't know, whatever, you know, whatever the situation is for you and then when you make that decision, that decision was made from energetic space of less resistance, of more creativity, of more joy, of more inspiration, right? And then so usually the outcome that it will yield will yield different results than from when you plan something because you felt like you had to. It's also, I feel like, really important to look at the seedlings of how something begins. That could be anything, career, um, idea, whatever. Just look at the seeds of how something starts. Oftentimes, will give you clues of how it will, you know, how it will blossom. Just like how you can look at different seeds of flowers and you can that just from if you know what the seed looks like some of them you know you can tell like what flower will blossom into 
In the same way, like if we look at how we meet someone or we look at how we start a job or a project or where our idea comes from or where our actions come from, we can kind of see how it will manifest. And what immediately I think of is the concept of like fear versus love. Sometimes I feel like I'll get a almost like a knee-jerk reaction or like an impulse to do something. And then when I'm kind of, if I'm not sure if like that was me thinking that I need to do something or if it was like guided, I ask myself like, is this coming from fear or love? Like, am I doing this because like I truly want to do this or say this or pursue this project or whatever it may be? Or am I doing it because I'm I'm fearing something, whether I'm fearing a, a negative result or I'm fearing X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like... If, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to think of, it's really hard for me to think of an actual ex- exact example, but hopefully my point's getting across, right? Like, before you're about to do something, before you're about to send an email or send a text or whatever it may be, and you're not sure if, like, are you doing that as kind of like, is it your, your subconscious programming that you've had in you, or are you doing it out of, or is it guided? You can just quickly t- check in with, your, with yourself, literally, like, takes a few seconds, think in your mind, like, okay, am I doing this because, like, I want to, or is there any fear associated with the action? And when you see that there's, if there's fear associated with your action, then you can see that oftentimes it will blossom or bloom into something um, maybe the, different than what's expected, right? Or different than what you wanted. But I feel like when you genuinely are coming from a place of love and just actually genuinely are, like I think it's really easy to be like, yeah, I'm coming from a place of love, but you're coming from a self-serving place or some sort of like, even if it's like really light manipulation or whatever it may be, right? Like, I think that that we sometimes will lie to ourselves and be like, no, I'm coming from like a loving place. And if, but it's really important to genuinely ask yourself, like, right? Because you'll know when you're doing something because you really like your heart, you can feel like your heart chakra activate and you want to do something, or you're doing something because there is a fear of some, of some repercussion or, yeah, basically a fear of something that will happen if you don't do that. And it, that can be like a whole, you know, a slew of things. And then I feel like, so then in contrast, so when you are doing something because you genuinely want to and you can feel that like love or like you have no, you have no fear coming from your actions, it's genuinely from um, a place of like desire and, desire is not the correct word, but it's from a, like a neutral, almost like a neutral place. Um, I feel like that's when a lot of really incredible opportunities can blossom because you basically bring yourself back to center. And I think that the concept of balance we talk about a lot. I don't think that in one moment balance just exists. Like, I don't think that it's just like there's ever a time where it's like everything in your life is balanced. I think that life in general is like a balancing act. For example, you may have one really hectic, busy day. You're out all day. You're getting things done. And then the next day you um, maybe, you know, sleep in a little bit more or you uh, go to bed a little bit earlier to kind of like regain your footing or you take it a little bit easier you know what I mean maybe you don't you're not on your phone as much or you say like I said you just stay home a little bit more you stay in that night like I feel like we naturally if we follow our guidance bring ourselves back to balance like for me I've noticed if I have a really like busy day like where I'm like up and at it all day the next day intuitively like I will plan like a day where I will be like at home getting work done I know it's not the case for everyone but like I'll go to bed earlier I won't plan like an activity you know to do I'll maybe not make commitments to like see anyone that day just so I can kind of like rebalance my energy or like like I said go to bed early like we intuitively are I feel like are always kind of trying to bring ourselves through balance and there's times where we feel really recharged and we want to go do something and we want to be up and at it and we're like ready to conquer the world and then you know there's times where it's like we want to come back and be in our cave and that's kind of like how like the ebbs and flows of life right you expand and you contract and you expand and you contract and that's how we are as humans 
and our culture it's so i mean people talk about this a lot the whole productivity culture it is so pushed that like you should always be productive it, there is no way that you would quote unquote always be productive and the way that we define productive isn't very efficient right because like sometimes what's productive for someone is to rest because that that person resting you know will bring their body back into ease it'll take the stress out of their body in turn they'll feel much better they'll have better energy they'll have better creativity they'll have better ideas they'll feel happier more fulfilled so the more most productive thing quote unquote would be for them to rest right but our productivity is measured by output like what what did you create what did you what was the output of you as a human but we as humans are just meant to you know be output machines we're meant to we are meant to obviously create and express ourselves but we also are meant to come back and integrate and i think that coming back and integrating is a really important aspect of people who are emotionally developed and secure is the coming back to self right and people talk about the concept of space like oh i need space i need space and I, I truly think that like if you are with the ebbs and flows of life like you're expanding you're also up and at it you're creating your output yes you're out there and then you want to you want to balance your energy so you're feeling like you just don't want to see anyone you just want to sit at home maybe you just want to meditate you don't want to even be on your phone or check emails you just want to you know just almost like not block out the world but you need to come back to that your center and that's healthy i think that that's how like ebbs and flows work and that's even how moon cycles work right it's two weeks expansive 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 the other weeks coming in coming in coming in and aligning yourself with the moon cycles is an incredible way to work with energy i really that's why i recommend it to everyone that's why i have the guides and i talk about that because when you're aligned again with the energy of you know of life so to say or of source it's like you're you're swimming with the stream right like you're not swimming against it like if you were trying to like create 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 during a waning moon you still could push forward right but the energy is more conducive to a little bit a little bit more relaxation or a little bit less you know um chaos so to say but but it doesn't mean that like you can't obviously you know be productive during those times or anything like that i'm just saying that like if you're really trying to push forward a project do it you know in the first weeks of a new moon if you're really trying to to get something big done do it you know then you can still do things obviously um throughout different moon cycles and phases but the, just take into consideration where you can utilize energy right it's just it's like a, it's a really it's a good like i don't say tool but it's just a good way to align with um that that type of thought going back to the theory of balance right so we are always like i said subconscious trying to balance ourselves from like when we're out 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 we need to recuperate or when we've you know been in our own energy too long we do want to express ourselves and we do want to expand that's kind of how um, the, the abs of and flows of life work and so I just think that it's just a good thing to keep in mind so if you're ever feeling like tired or you're not in the mood to do something don't you know beat yourself up about it be like why don't I want to go do this you need to like realize that like for you to live in a healthy flow of life you're going to have times where you're going to want to express yourself and want to expand and there are going to be times where you're going to want to come back to self and want to you know be in that cave and be in that hermit cave and so, for some people it's different for some people they want are out a ton and recuperate less or some people are uh who are more sensitive i'm more sensitive to energy for for me i need a little bit more oftentimes recuperation time after a lot of energetic exchange maybe than most people but also depends with with who it is right and how the energy is and if it's you know draining or if it's actually like inspiring so it just it just depends because all energy is different 
Um, but I just think that's also a really good thing to keep in mind, especially as we like approach the holiday season and things really get busy and you may feel like you need to constantly be pushing yourself to go, go, go. You know, go, go, go as much as you feel inspired to and you can intuitively sense your body desires that. And then when you need it to rest, be sure to take the rest because when you're not well rested, you know, you're not... Um, you're not, you're not, you're like not fully charged battery, so to say. And the more energy and the more vitality you have, the, you know, the more creative you'll be, the more you'll have to offer and the better you'll feel. And so sometimes resting, like I said, can be like the best thing that you can do. But of course, after, you know, you have rested and you said it's time for you to share or create uh, and, you know, to be in the world and express yourself and like flourish and blossom. Yeah, I really just feel like it's a journey of coming back to self. Like, as soon as you can really let go of resistance and let go of that need to control, and you can still, you know, control and planning are something so different. Like, you can still plan to do something on your day. You can plan to do X, Y, and Z. You can, you know, plan to whatever. But I'm just saying, as soon as you let go of like the need, the need to have control over things, so many things blossom. And like I said, for me, that's been like a big thing because my I always bring this up, but my Mars and Virgo, so I'm, I just would be such a meticulous planner. And as soon as I kind of like let go of the need to be so meticulous and kind of allowed, I guess, like the universe to give me a helping hand like instead of me just using both of my hands to, to you know, create life or to get in the dough of or like the play dough of life. I put like one hand in and I let the universe put their hand in, and then. And from there, like, our, our hands together will create something. So if I have an idea for something and I don't know the date I want to do it, I'll kind of let go and allow a, a, a day will naturally arise for me to do something. Or if I'm not feeling like doing something one day and I'm having a lot of resistance to it, I'm like, you know, maybe today isn't the day for me to do it if I obviously, if I have the space to do so. And then oftentimes I do it on a different day and it's so much better and then the collaboration is better and, like, whatever it may be. For example, I was swimming um, a video which hopefully will yeah it'll be live today it's a really exciting video on my channel and we're supposed to film it on a different day and just like it wasn't like the energy just wasn't I didn't feel I didn't feel right filming that day we ended up filming it on Monday and the energy was so good and like so positive and like it's like almost it was meant to be filmed that day and so now in general I just try to put one hand in one hand out and for me I've always had like the two hands and like I feel like I want to do something on this day then it should be done on this day if I want to do something like this it should be done on this and sometimes and it's easier said than done truly like I think it's so easy just to say this conceptually but it's harder to live it um now I just try to put like one hand in and you know set the intention like I would like to do this this day or I'd like to do this this week or you know I mean and I mean like this is like internally right or I think you could write out as well or, like I'd like to do this then or I'd like this to happen then or I'd like to have this experience and then you know, I will try to, to, to aim for it to happen on wh whenever, and then if it, if it does work out the day that I desired or in the way that I wanted, then amazing, and if it gets, like, changed around a little bit, then even better, you know what I mean? So it really depends on, like, the ebbs and flows of life, but just, I think, allowing, like, space and trusting that things are guided to be even better than expected. Like, sometimes we think that, I think this, people talk about this a lot, but the concept of, like, that we know best, sometimes you, you're, like, no, I know best, this should happen on this day, blah, 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 and then later, like, because we see, we see everything from, like, we're in the cup of life, so to say, we're all in our own cup, we all see our lives, or, like, the world, outside world from within our cup, and so, Sometimes it's harder to see like a bird's eye view of our life, right? Like if you were to take a look at your li like live timeline, like almost, okay, this concept is talked about a lot, but like, you know, when like you look back and you wanted something in life and then it didn't happen and, and you're so happy that, um, it, you, you didn't go that direction or vice versa. Or like, I think like I said, the, the, the timing of stuff, like just trusting divine timing, like sometimes you'll want to do something on like a certain day and then it'll, it'll get moved around or 
it's like we just we because we're in the cup we think that we see the big picture right but we really don't see the 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 large scale photos sometimes to trust that um if you're being led into and that you're being led and guided it just allows you to have so much like less resistance and stress about life and just to know that like that we we don't see everything you know what i mean like we see what we we have what we have our own beliefs right we have our own we we are we're intuitive beings we have our own predisposition to things we we have a a belief system we have reasoning we have logic we have ways we can feel through things sometimes we can feel what we we know is as and i think that the best way to navigate life really is like people talk about this a lot but to get in touch with obviously your intuition and your heart center that's like the and, and by people say, and like I think it's really easy to confuse like, like, um, what's the word? Like fluctuating emotions with your heart center. Like you're if you're having fluctuating emotions, that's often t- that's not really like. I don't. It's not your heart center, but your heart center centers a feeling state will feel like feel centered and will feel consistent almost. Does that make sense? Like you'll. You could ask yourself the same question for five days or a week and you would feel the same way when like if you were to do a meditation to connect with your heart and you ask yourself about a situation it would you would most likely view it after the meditation in the same way those those different days versus when you're having like fluctuating emotions one day you think yes one day you think no one day you're happy one day you're upset about it like those are more fluctuating emotions i find that the heart center is a little bit more stable in its like interpretation of reality and in its interpretation or like it's 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 ability to give you guidance right like you'll it'll be a consistent yes or it'll be a consistent no as much as your your like your emotions are almost like a like think of like your emotions kind of think of your heart like center as like the beach and then the the waves are like your fluctuating emotions on top of it it's just on top of like they'll come they'll go they'll be intense they'll be less intense they'll be intense you mean like they're fluctuating on top but your heart centers emotions are pretty are pretty grounded so like for example people it's like let's say you're hanging out with someone who knows like bad for you this example i see a lot and i just like seen a lot of people's scenarios and in life right you'll consistently in in your heart center like you could you'll know it's like a no but your your fluctuating emotions could tell you otherwise like one day you could be like this is so fun this is so great another day you're like really upset versus if someone is good for you someone's good to be good if someone is aligned let's say so to say of into being in your life it'll feel like a consistent yes even if you have fluctuating emotions and one day you feel really like you really really feel like love towards them and one day you feel less i mean it's normal but humans like fluctuate in their feelings like there's some days where i could cry i love my friends so much and some days i feel more neutral but it doesn't mean i love them anymore or less right like I, it's a consistent love but it just you know your emotions fluctuate on top and so if it's like a person who's aligned in being in your life or to be in your life, it'll feel like a consistent like yes, right? Like even if one day it's so passionate, you could cry, you love them so much, and one day, you know, you feel more neutral, it's still a yes. So I feel like that that's um, developing like your heart center is really a like, really good in your third eye as well. Um, through like I know there's, there's different meditations you could do, chakra opening meditations. You can use crystals, you can use essential oils, you can wear certain colors, you can do affirmations, you can do kundalini yoga, you can set tensions during you know regular yoga. There are so many uh, ways to activate chakra centers. I mean, you could literally Google it. <laughs> um, uh, and see different tips and techniques actually my mom has videos on on youtube and we are filming quite a bit with her of like how to activate and, and remove blockages basically from your chakras so um i'll put her i'll put her her instagram and youtube in the keynotes of the podcast episode if you're interested if it resonates with you to check that out um 
but yeah so i think that that's the just developing those i mean developing obviously you want to be able to activate all chakras and have them all be open that's like the way to live a fulfilling life but obviously uh i just think it's very very important to the, the to activate the heart and the third eye that's what most people have blocked most people are actually on earth are function who aren't really spiritually developed and i'm not saying this in like a judgmental way i'm just saying it in the like uh the, it is what it is basis i guess i don't even like i don't really even like that expression but i guess like when you say it is what it is acceptance is the first step towards anything so i don't know well it depends like you can you can accept and then decide to change something that's a whole other conversation that we can have but most people are living in the three lower chakras right which is basically like sex power control um and then to move up is most people some people oh they still tap into like their sacral some people will be like basically the, the lower three, but once you, the, the best ones are the most super important ones to get into our heart, that one's really hard for a lot of people to open, but once your heart is open, and if your heart and your sacral are open, that's when people like artists, or people who are very creative, create like really powerful things, like music that really moves people, or art that really moves people, or ideas that really, that really move people, because you're connecting your heart centers to like love, which love is like the universal thing that can connect people, like love can like change, literally alter someone's life I don't mean just like falling in love with someone else I mean like when even when one person develops self-love for themselves it transforms their it literally like in from the inside out like does transforms their life and their sense of worth and what they attract into their life and their success and their prosperity and their friendships and relationships like literally want someone embodying the energy of love even in self is they're powerful would even be an understatement right and the same thing like once it and that's why when someone falls in love with somebody what happens is the love is really mirrored back and so it's almost like it becomes an indirect form of self-love which is also where like codependency and like love addiction could come for people because the only times where they feel like they like love themselves or feel that like deep sense of love is when someone else is mirroring it back which there's no shame or judgment in that like it makes like i don't say a lot i almost say it makes logical sense right because you're you're used to maybe like a sense of kind of like neutrality and then you're getting this really powerful love mirrored back to you so obviously you begin to internalize it and in turn in turn in turn why can't i say that word in turn love you're like end up embodying self-love which also transforms your life that's why oftentimes people like fall in love like they like the a lot of like beautiful things will happen in, in their life and it's because that energy of love is so powerful that has the ability to transform from the inside out in such a magnetic and powerful way um and so opening your heart chakra to actually express authentic love right because like uh, people people confuse love with so many things people confuse love with lust people confuse love with enamoration people um confuse love with like attention you know what i mean like to, to have a genuine people say unconditional I still like am on the fence about the term unconditional because I think that if you say unconditional, it it, it gives us impression that like someone can do anything and you'll still love them. And I still think obviously there are there are ways to respect someone, there are ways to disrespect someone, right? So to be like, yeah, I love you no matter what you do, is I don't know. I don't know if it's like I I don't know if I'm there yet to be like that feasible. I think that you can still you know. You can have you can still learn to have boundaries and to love someone from a distance and things like that. But I just think that like saying like unconditional just give brings in this dynamic of like uh, people like people use that term to justify oftentimes like 
unhealthy or abusive relationships and situations and so i think it's just to be i try to be really careful and covering topics like that because the last thing i'd want for someone to hear me say like oh unconditionally love someone and then they um accept or tolerate or like allow negative treatment in their lives because something i said even though i know it's not my my responsibility so to say technically but i just don't i want to whenever i say something i try to you know clarify what i mean by that but in general, yeah, opening your heart chakra is so important because it connects you initially to that deep sense of love for self. And when you begin to, that, this is also the seed seedling for love in the rest of your life. So when you open your heart chakra and you embody love for self, your literally energy will shift. I mean, you'll literally like see a glow of someone like, it's very it's very obvious someone taps into that sense of self-love and then when you have that love for self that's where your energy is then you will attract oftentimes another person who also has that same capacity for love right um and then that is a beautiful thing la 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 so um yeah and then obviously tapping into your throat chakra um it's, it's it's basically if you ever if you ever feel like your throat's like sore your throat hurts a lot oftentimes it's a sign of a blocked or overactive it depends chakra uh throat chakra and when, when throat chakras get blocked is when you don't say like either you lie like lying will block your throat chakra really really quick especially now that the energies are really shifting on the planet like you'll know that for me if i even like not i, I don't even try to like lie but let's say if i misrepresent a detail even if it's like unpurposeful or like i don't know like let's say i was just talking quickly and i forgot that like I'd be like, oh, I was there with this person. Like, say, like, five people were there. Like, even just that, I guess, like, sometimes I feel like leaving out details I feel kind of weird about even. Um, and then my throat will, like, hurt. But basically, when you don't sp- speak the truth, your throat can get blocked. When you don't say what you need to say. So, like, let's say you're really upset about something or you're really hurt about something and you really need to say something or you want to say something and you're not saying it like you're basically continuously like holding back like someone saying something to you and you really want to respond or you really want to say how you feel and like you're continuously holding back that can block your throat chakra um swearing blocks your throat chakra um talking badly about others often blocks your throat chakra so that one's a really important one to develop that one's a little bit it, that one's, I would say, quote-unquote, technically, to me, it seems easier to develop. I mean, it's, it's if you're an authentic person, for some people to shift from, live, from like, telling, like, lies and talking badly, for them, it's a really hard shift. But if you're already kind of a conscious person to make the effort to, like, um, speak truthfully, to not talk badly, to not swear, I still sometimes, like, I'll swear every once in a while, like, it's, a, it's almost like a joke, which I know it's not good, um, but... If you're already like mindful, you can really easily, I feel like, make the shift to an open throat chakra. And then the third eye, obviously, I think that's through a, that that definitely for me comes from like meditation, from intention setting, from deep quietness in self, from time alone, um, through yoga, especially Kundalini yoga, um, and then of course the crown as well. That's like when you open yourself as to like the divine channels, and that's when you can channel information and you can really hear. People talk about like hearing from your spirit guides or from like just. Um, guiding energies, whether that be like angels, archangels, um, other energies that assist you that maybe you call upon. Um, I suggest you only like working with energies of white, 100% pure love and light. Um, but that's when you'll be able to hear that guidance very clearly. It'll be, it'll just become stronger. Sometimes when you, before you activate your crown chakra fully, things become almost like a whisper. Like you'll feel very lightly like you should do something, but because it's so light, your conscious mind is like louder. So like your guidance is like a whisper. And then your conscious mind is like almost, even if it's just talking at room, I was going to say room temperature, but at a, what's the, what's the word? 
indoor voice <laughs> you know how like in school when you're like in elementary school they're like indoor voices indoor voices um whenever i'm like out people are yelling i want to be like indoor voices uh, at a restaurant everyone's too loud indoor voices guys indoor voices y'all um but yeah it's, it's almost even just talking at like a normal tone at, at, as they say an indoor voice i don't know, i love that phrase indoor voice okay um but it, it really weighs it out, right? So one thing is a whisper. One one channel or one source of information is a whisper and one is much louder. So you almost, you think that because something's louder, you should listen to that. But oftentimes it's because you have obviously, I don't say your conscious mind develop, but you're, you're used to using your conscious mind during the day. And so then when it comes to guidance or uh, intuitive work, you're, you sometimes will mistake, mistake your logical mind for... Um, for your intuition and so then I feel like the more that you work in meditation and imagine like white light coming beaming into your crown things like that you will it'll become louder it almost will like the whisper will turn into like an indoor voice and then the indoor voice will kind of like maybe fade out a little bit or even if it's the same like you'll it's the volume of your intuition will be a little bit louder like you'll really feel when something is right like it'll just feel right to do and then if you're doing something that isn't the best for you to do you'll feel the best way i can describe this and i'm sure other people who are into like type of stuff it just feels uncomfortable you feel like discomfort when i'm doing something i know it's out of alignment it could be something super random like maybe i should have done one thing first in my day and another thing next but i end up switching something um i can like feel it just feels like discomfort almost like i'm walking through like thick like glue or something versus when you're doing something that's in alignment you feel like you're like gliding like you're like ice skating speaking of ice skating i really want to go ice skating this winter so um if i do that stay tuned you heard it here first folks but yeah i don't know i just find that those are very important for people to develop obviously your solar plexus as well that's where your confidence and power and creativity comes from but if you feel like you you're pretty solid in the solar plexus highly suggest moving up into conscious effort into the heart throat and crown chakra those are you know very good and then also as soon as you begin developing it more you'll people also just like when people first start really opening their heart chakra you sometimes will like have like overflows overflowing emotion like um like you'll just feel such gratitude or things like that you'll just like feel such immerse like immersion of feeling sometimes you'll just like cry because you love someone so much or whatever it may be and sometimes people like panic and it's, it's intense right because like let's say you went from like not really having that to feeling those emotions so strongly but you can even look up like signs your heart chakra is opening and things like that there's so much amazing content you know online and so i always like urge you or suggest to you that if you heard something here you know do your own research i'm always speaking from my personal experience and i do my best to guide you guys but if something you know stands out to you or you feel like you want to do something in a different way or use a different method or whatever it may be always you know like do your own research as well um, but yeah, also something I kind of, which is really cool if you and, some, and someone else want to connect, connect deeper and if they're open to it, there's really cool meditations online where you can, um, basically like you like sit with someone cross-legged across from each other. This is a pretty popular practice. And then you like, put, I think it's your left hand on their heart and your right on your heart. Oh no, it's opposite. I think it's left on your heart because that's like receiving. So you're one of taking out your energy and putting it on. I forgot what hand goes on which because left is receiving, right is output. So I'm trying to think if it would be. I feel like you'd want to put your left on their heart because you'd want to you'd want to receive their energy and then put your right on your heart so that you're whatever you're receiving you're putting back into you. But you, you can look up the hand. Uh, I'll try to I'll try to if you guys anyone reminds me on Instagram. I'll post this. I'll like put like a swipe up to this meditation. I'll find one online that I think is good for you guys. Um, or I can make a guided one of also of this. Also, I am going to do those finally release those sleep hypnosis meditations where like I'll do three uh, separate ones. I'll probably do like 
a career success one, a friendship, or like just like life fulfillment, or maybe like self one, like the way you view self, and then like one for like friendships, relationships, or maybe like a relationship one, because that's what a lot of people like. Of uh, like sleep hypnosis that you guys can listen to. Um, people say like around 30 days you see a really big difference. I think also around three weeks you can see a difference, but they basically play at night to reprogram your subconscious. I mentioned it a bit and ago, and someone was like, I was like, let me know if you guys want that. And you guys, someone was like, I do want that, so I'll be working on those. But that heart chakra meditation is really, really cool. It really brings you closer to someone I came and explained to you. It's almost like doing that meditation. It feels like you would have hung out with that person like 20 more times or however, whatever, 20 to 100 more times. It really depends. It depends how open the other person's heart chakra is, honestly. You can do it with someone who's really closed off and it could maybe not do much. It may, it may make you feel, it could enhance you. It'll enhance it for your experience for you because you'll feel more open, which is doing the meditation for you either way will be great. But if the other person's heart chakra isn't open, it can begin to like crack it open. Um, if they're already obviously you know everyone like I always talk about it's divine timing everyone you know grows and learns at their own pace some people need to learn a lesson once some people need to learn it 7,432 times it really depends and so um, but yeah that was just a really cool meditation that you can do also you guys have been really loving my free I have a free meditation on my website for uh, anti-anxiety and I just got a message I've gotten a lot of these messages some people being like I could never I could never do a meditation before this one. I did this one. It was like life-changing for me. And I'm so happy to hear that. I just got another message like that the other day. And so um, that makes me so happy, you guys, genuinely. Like I channeled that meditation and the fact that it's really helping you guys out. You know, you can listen to as much as you want once you get the download, you have the download. I have other ones that you can purchase if you like that meditation or you like my style or you feel connected with me. You know, of course, everyone resonates with different people. And if you resonate with me, that makes me beyond happy. And, um, you know, it makes you feel appreciated. But those are basically all the things I want to talk about today. I guess the main theme was just like really trying to come come back to self. And it's really hard because sometimes like with our world, there's so much externally. Sometimes we just feel like we want to we want to play like in the external playground. We want to go do things and experience things. And we want to have this experience and this experience and do this and this and this. But when we are just trying to fetch it all externally, we're, it's not really always aligned with our true self, right? And when we kind of like center back to ourselves, balance our energy and rel- relinquish that need to like grab with two hands in the external world, we're like handed ten tenfold what we could have ever imagined and it's more delicious than ever before. It's almost like you're throwing your hands, like you know how vending machines have that little like little flap where the the snack comes out, I immediately think of, like, hot Cheetos, how bad is that, or, like, Cool Ranch Doritos, you guys remember those, I mean, I know I'm saying you remember them, like, they're still at the market, like, you could literally get them today at a gas station, but, or, like, oh my, you know what I've never seen in a vending machine, or I don't, I wonder if these are ever in vending machines, like, Airheads, do you remember those candies, I used to love the, that candy, I do, have you guys ever seen it in, in a vending machine, if you have, if you, or if you ever do see it, please Instagram message me. I would just that just bring me some fulfillment to see that. But it's basically like putting this is this is how a Gemini has a conversation. By the way, if you didn't know, um, but basically it's like when you're just trying to control in the external world. Oftentimes it feels like you're just like shoving your hands up a vending machine. <laughs> That's literally what it feels like. And when you kind of come back and come back to self and center your energy and instead allow what's like yours to come to you and attract from like a place of kind of self-love and balance I guess then it's like you're brought like a 10 course meal from a Michelin star restaurant all in like gold plated or like gold 24 karat gold plates like brought to you that's like the biggest metaphor that like comes to mind for me 
if that resonates with you, hopefully you just take that into consideration. So instead of fighting the outside world for like a snack and just putting so much like, like I, I just like see this vision of like clawing at, on through that like little slot to, in the vending machine, like allow yourself to kind of come back to self, center yourself, come back into your power and into your like, into your own love. And from there, you're literally like a 10 course meal from a Michelin star restaurant in, in gold plates comes to you. You know, when like at a hotel, they have like those like they probably have at restaurants as well. I've seen them that, that like metal thing they open, like they put it over a plate and then they open like the, the whoever brings it out, they open the the little the cover. Well, I don't know the word for it, but the cover like and then they're like ta da, here's your meal. Someone's like take two of them and like hit them together like ding ding. I hope someone's with me. Uh, but even that thingy is made out of twenty four karat gold. Do you know what I'm talking? If no one understands what I'm talking about, I'm gonna feel deranged. But Basically, it's not that common. Like, it's mostly I see it at like resorts. They do this, um, or at certain restaurants. It's like not super common. So, I don't know. Or maybe where you live, where you live, is it common? Is it more common in like Europe or overseas? I don't know. But they bring you your meals on the gold plates with the gold thingies, and then they open and lift them, and they hit them for you, and they're like, ta-da! Versus you, you shoving your hands in the vending machine while like Little Wayne plays in the background. Even though I love Little Wayne, honestly. I, it's like it's, it was a thing since, since I was a child. I actually had a little Wayne quote in my childhood bedroom. I think it said like, "Love me or hate me, you ate me," <laughs> or something like like I don't know. It's like a wall decal like on Amazon. I was like literally twelve years old, I think, maybe fifteen. I don't even remember how old I was, but I had that in my wall. Anyway, that was everything for today's episode. I want to talk about. I guess like I said, that was my main main kind of point was the relinquishing control, really coming back to self and your own power and your own love, and seeing from there how what's brought into your life or what's magnetized into your life is so much more fulfilling and it's genuinely for you and because it's for you you can feel it's for you and so you don't feel the need to claw and push in in ways that don't serve you basically i hope you guys enjoyed this today's podcast or this week's podcast if you liked anything that resonated with you leave your comments on my latest instagram photo that way i can see them other people who listen to the podcast can see them we can have like a little discussion this community is so so powerful and so so important to me and i love hearing that you guys also appreciate and love it so be sure to comment my last instagram photo what your thoughts were anything that resonated with you and then hopefully if you guys see someone else comment from the podcast be sure to interact with them and you know share your opinion share your thoughts i think that some like the whole podcast is called they don't get it if you're going through certain emotions or really realizing certain things or uncovered or unpacking a lot um to have someone else who has the same level of consciousness or a similar level of consciousness or can even relate to you in a view and can share their own experience is really powerful and connection can be really be healing and of course if you want to message me um something a little bit more private that you don't want to be posting maybe in a comment you my dms are always open to you guys i would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast episode anything that really resonated with you if you have a personal experience that was very close if you're going through something currently now, if you're feeling the same emotions, if you have an experience where you applied a certain method or thought and the results that you um, that you know occurred or whatever the outcome was and how you're feeling, you know, I'd love to chat. If you're had any, if you if you're feeling called to message me, I always say just message me. Like I'm so happy to you know hear your thoughts and you know discuss with you guys for a bit what's going on. And so I always say this as well. If you ever have an extra minute to rate this podcast. From the bottom of my heart, I would really appreciate it. I know we're all so busy. We have so much going on. So if you don't have a minute, it's totally fine. I appreciate you just being here and listening. But if you are by, are by chance at home, we have a quick second to even like leave me a star review or write a quick comment. It helps our community grow and expand and get my message, our message out to more people. Um, and I would really, really, really appreciate it, you guys. And uh, either way, just your support and your you guys coming back and listening every week just really means so much to me. Bye.
find me of course on instagram and youtube and all of those good things if you want a little bit more content baby um i love you guys so much here from the bottom of my heart i i hope when you like listen to this you can really feel that because i genuinely have such a love and passion for you guys i hope you guys are having an amazing day and just know that if you ever have any thoughts and feelings you know i really am here to hopefully be able to as much as possible help you guys and send you love and you know be someone who will just listen to your thoughts and realizations that you're having as well to my best of my ability obviously um and you know the best of if, what I, up to what I can emotionally offer um and yeah I love you guys so much and I will see you next week on they just don't get it next Thursday on they just don't get it <laughs>